As hilarious as that music may sound, it is not how I want to kick off my podcast. Welcome to the Michael Aldred Comedy Podcast. It's going to be so much fun where he makes humor of himself and the many things in New York City. Oh, and by the way, this is not the voice of Bruno. Ladies, gentlemen, and anything else that I may be missing that is not a lady or a gentleman. Uh, Creatures of the world, whether you're human or something else. Any animal that has life that is currently listening to this podcast. Just, Just life. I'm speaking to life right now, right? I'm talking to all the fishies out there and all the dogs and all the humans that happen to be letting my language enter your eardrums, whether it's uh, by free will or if it's against your will. I, I, I certainly hope that you're not listening to me against your will right now. I can't even imagine a scenario where that would be the case. But either way, the point is welcome to the Michael Oldroyd Comedy Podcast. We have episode eight zero coming at you straight from the closet of Miguel Old R2D2 in New York City. Welcome, guys. I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate all the love. The podcast is continuing to build. We're having a good time. You know, it's been two weeks since my last release. Let me tell you, it's been building up, all right? I've been building up a nice, nice audio load for your eardrums uh, so I can give you an eargasm uh, or multiple eargasms. Uh, and, uh, episode 80 is here, guys. We're, we're 80 episodes in. Can you believe this? I mean, what in the heaven, right? It's exciting. We've made it this far. It's, uh, been a, a couple years now that we've been doing this. I started this podcast when I moved to New York. Uh, it was originally, uh, just an, an opportunity to allow my friends back home to follow my journey toward my dreams and, uh, I'll tell you, it's been quite a journey for those of you who have been uh, listening or maybe you've tuned into sporadic episodes. I actually don't follow any podcast out there, so I don't even know what it's like to listen to a podcast. I listen sporadically. Sometimes I tune into things like Bill Burr uh, on his Monday morning podcast that he releases on random days of the week, which is already funny. Uh, Sometimes I tune into random podcasts, right? And uh, I just... just I, I think I have ADD. I don't think that I have the ability to actually sit down and listen to a podcast. So I don't know what I'm doing wrong and what I'm doing right. But you know what? It's coming from inside here, and that's that's what feels right to me, right? Hey, who cares if uh, I'm a little rough around the edges with my podcast etiquette? I don't even know if I'm supposed to have guests on here. I don't know what I'm doing. But you know what? I like you, even though I can't see you. And I can't hear you, and I and I, I technically don't even know if you're listening. But I have a feeling someone in the universe is listening to this somewhere. Something, I should say, in the universe is listening to this at some point in time, right? Uh, and that's that's enough for me, right? Hey, if a tree falls in the woods and nobody hears it, does it make any noise, right? Well, yes, if it's my podcast, because... Uh, I know somebody's listening somewhere at some place in time. So we are getting close to 10,000 downloads. Does that give you guys a boner? Because it certainly gives me one. Uh, I appreciate uh, the fact that you guys have followed me on this journey. I guess I've said that 
All right, Mike, don't repeat, don't repeat yourself. Uh, I wanted to give some shout outs to the different countries and demographics that listen. And I think it might be interesting for you guys to, to hear this. Uh, we have it broken down by countries and then states. Obviously, the United States is the majority of my listeners. Thank you to the United States, the old US of A, baby. Right? Same colors as the New York Giants, white, blue, and red. Usually, red, white, and blue is uh, uh, the order. I don't know why. Anyway, uh, I don't know why I said that backwards. But you know what? The colors are the same. If you mix them all together, I don't know what it'll make on the color wheel. But I'd be curious to know what red, white, and blue make when you mix them on a palette of paint. Because that would be the American color. All right. Uh, next up, we've got Japan. Of all countries in the world, Japan. We have over a thousand downloads from Japan. Japan, I just want to say awesome. Arigato. I appreciate you. I feel like I had more downloads before I went to Japan than after I went to Japan. So I might have lost some of you guys. I feel like... I have the same number of downloads for the last year. Uh, it hasn't spiked at all or gone up. But you know what? I still love you. And I had some tremendous sushi while I was there. It sucked that they wouldn't let me take a samurai sword as carry-on on the plane on my, my way back to the States. But it is what it is. Next up, no surprise. Guess what it is, guys? The United Kingdom. Awesome, right? hey oh, I don't even know what that means in regards to Brexit. Uh, I actually don't even know what Brexit is. Is that Does that make me look like a freaking buffoon? Well, guess what? I am a buffoon. I don't pay attention. I just I, I have selective listening to things in the world. And, and everywhere. I have selective listening in relationships. I have selective listening when I'm listening to comedy. I have selective talking and listening, actually. Uh, so I don't know what the deal with Brexit is, but I appreciate the UK tuning in. Uh, I also have Germany is, is a big uh, tuner-inner of my podcast, and that's pretty exciting. I uh, appreciate I appreciate the Germans uh, turning in. They I, I heard a, a group of Germans saying, Ich muss eine Michael Oldroyd comedy podcast haben, which means I must have Michael Oldroyd comedy podcast now. Uh, the first phrase that I ever learned in German was, Ich muss eine Bukaki haben. And I learned that you can just kind of substitute bukkake out for other other words. And that's exciting to me. You know, I really like that I can do that. Uh, very versatile is what I'm trying to say that I am. I'm very versatile, guys. Sweden. hey That's next on the list. Let's give it up for the Swede. I think I'm part Swedish. Actually, I'm part everything so far except Japanese that I've mentioned. Uh, India, guys. I got some, some listeners from India. That's pretty exciting, right? Uh, very excited to have India. I wonder if it was the the Christmas episode where I talked about my buddy Hurtapal Hare. I wonder if that's what got my Indian audience going was my connection to India through my buddy Erde. Erde. You know? Hurtapal Hare, guys. Uh... Egypt, I got some Egyptians that tune into the Miguel Oldroyd Comedy Podcast. Uh, they're next in line. That's a part of Africa, if you didn't know, and that's very exciting. That's very that's very fun. Um, I wonder, I wonder if uh, 
if Moses and Ramesses lived today, if they would tune into the Michael Oldroyd comedy podcast, you know what I mean? I think that that'd be a, a cool thing. What if, hey guys, what if Moses or Ramesses left a review for my podcast on iTunes? Wouldn't that be cool? I'd, I'd have to say thanks. You know, I have to give it up uh, and, and appreciate the love. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I'm going to have to side with Moses on that whole ordeal. Even if even if Ramesses gave me a really good review, you know what I mean? Even if he kind of really was a big fan and gave me a lot of love. Say he, like, followed me on all social media platforms and, you know, viewed all my stories and comments and ga- gave me great engagement on all of my uh, social media, I would still have to respectfully, you know, I would have to respectfully be like, yo, Moses is, Moses is, is what's up though. You know what I mean? <laughs> Moses is my bra, you know? Uh, Ramesses, get on board, dude. Get on my level with Moses, bro. You know what I mean? Like, stop, you know what I mean? Like, you're too you're too focused about the economy. You know what I mean? You need to be focused on people. You know what I mean? We're all equal. Ramesses, what's your deal? What's your deal? Uh, all right. So after Egypt, we've got Thailand. I don't know if anyone's ever been there. Uh, I I did not go to Thailand. I wanted to make sure that I returned home with all of my testicles. I heard that sometimes people will. Uh, drug you and then you'll wake up with just missing parts of your body and and they sell it on the black market. Uh, So I definitely haven't been to Thailand, but I still love Thai food and I would like to go at some point in time. Uh, So yeah, that's, that's what's up. I appreciate you tuning in Thailand. Uh, Yeah, that's awesome that you like, maybe you just like the sound of my voice. I don't know, but I, I love that you like me. Pakistan guys, Pakistan tunes in to the Michael Oldroyd comedy podcast. Let me just say, I think it's it's because I radiate love, guys. I radiate love to all, and you just never know who's gonna tune in uh, to these to these uh, wavelengths that are being fired off into the universe. You know, the universe is infinite, so what I'm saying right now radiates technically forever, forever, right? As as uh, Maximus said in the movie um, Gladiator. What we do today echoes in eternity, uh, and I think that what he was actually what he was actually saying is that everything that we put out into the universe radiates out there forever, right? Um, you know, there's 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 people. It, you could you could be on like different planets or different solar systems right now watching the Civil War live, right? <laughs> that happened hundreds of years ago because the light, you know. It, it, Whatever, however far, like, like 2019 minus 1865, whatever that is, I don't know the math, like 175 years, whatever 175 light years is, wherever those aliens are, if there are aliens, they're watching the Civil War right now. And you can watch different, with a, with a telescope, right? Because that's uh, physics, right? Apparently, uh, there's some aliens in the news lately. I don't know what's going on with that. Anyway, those are the top uh, countries that, that tune into my podcast. Now I'm going to go for the top states and then we'll move on. So shout out to uh, New York City or, or the state of New York. Sorry. New York State actually has more downloads than any, than any other state. I'm very surprised. I would have thought Missouri or California. I've only lived in New York for five years. I have a feeling that I actually have a feeling that I get more downloads in New York 
<laughs> from from comedian comedians that are hating on me. You know, secretly listening to my podcast, going this this mother, you know, like yeah, he's making the what is this guy talking about? You know, he's not even funny. You know, freaking producing his own podcast like Tommy Wusso. Who is this freaking guy? Right. Well, whether whether you're listening to me because you like me or you hate me or anywhere in between or you just stumbled upon me uh, and you need just some good ear fodder while you're taking a dump, whatever the reason is, I do appreciate it. So Missouri's next in line. They're pretty close. Uh, and then California. Those are the top three uh, states that, that listen to my podcast, followed by Illinois and then Kansas. I don't know if you guys knew this, but... Henry Cavill listens to my podcast uh, from from Smallville, Kansas. Uh, I just made that up. Uh, what I was I was trying to say that Superman tunes in, uh, and it's a joke because I am Superman. All right, uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, Mike Kal El. All right, whatever. I love Superman is what I'm trying to say. And uh, sometimes when I get out of the shower, I try to do a curl on my face, on my hair, so that I can look like Superman. Uh, when I Somebody yelled out while I was doing comedy once that I looked like Superman, so I won't let that go. I'm, I'm forever going to take it to the Hollywood producers and say, look, cast me as Superman. I I want to play Superman, just like my father, Nicolas Cage. Right? Nicolas Cage has always wanted to play Superman. He named his son, he named his son Kal-El, and, uh, and that's yours truly. All right, my dad, Mark Oldroyd, I don't think he would appreciate me calling Nicolas Cage my dad. So shout out to my dad, Mark Oldroyd. Uh, all right, so after California, we got Illinois, Kansas, Arizona. Okay, shout out to Arizona. I got some family out there. I bet that's the bulk of these listeners. I Shout out to uh, all of you. Let's give a shout out to AZ Dental um, Wellness. Uh, Dr. Rohel Carlos. I just wanted to give him a special shout out. Uh, he's uh, I, I, I got my teeth done uh, by him in the past uh, when I went there. Tremendous office, tremendous experience in dentistry, and uh, uh, I, I've, I've seen some really cool news stories, so I just wanted to give him a special shout-out uh, and just uh, say much appreciation for these white teeth right here, right? Um, all right, so after Arizona, we got Florida. That's pretty cool. All right, we got Florida. I hope it's those Miami Dolphins cheerleaders that I met when I was in Miami. I hope that it's all. I hope that they've listened to every episode like ten times, uh, because. Uh, and if you guys are wondering, I talk about these girls, and I think it's episode forty-nine when I went to Miami, met the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders. I thought about them today when I was watching football. You know, good times. You know what I mean? No big deal. <laughs> Just hanging out with them on the rooftop of one hotel. Uh, all right. What else? After Florida, we got New Jersey. Hey, yo. You know, I don't know why they call the New York Giants and the New York Jets New York teams because they're technically New Jersey teams. Uh, they should call them the New, Zer- the New Jersey Jets and Giants. Anyway, we got Georgia. ATL, Georgia. What do we do for ya? I don't. Let's give it a. I'm guessing Sean Witherspoon helped with that when he was a, a guest on episode 56 of the Michael Oldroyd Comedy Podcast. My buddy who played in the NFL for several years, we were college teammates. I wanna I wanna give Sean Witherspoon a shout out for, you know, getting my Georgia game up. You know what I'm saying? All right. So that's that's a little bit. We're approaching 10,000 downloads. I love all of you. Let's move on. All right. So. 
as you may or may not know, I like to talk about what's going on in different parts of the world. I like to talk about what's going on in the, the world of comedy. And then I like to talk about my world of comedy and then just myself, my life, whether it's humorous or just insightful, whatever it is. We were talking about time and space earlier. I guess my head is, is wrapped around that because I was watching this documentary on Netflix last night about black holes. And it was uh, intriguing. It was intriguing as... It was... It was intriguing as pho, right? P-H-O. Uh, gosh, maybe if I say some more pho jokes, maybe I'll get some Vietnamese listeners tuning in. I don't know. Uh, nevertheless, though, very, very interesting stuff about, about black holes. I think I mentioned before that I made a friend in Amsterdam who was a physicist at the CERN lab. And that's from the movie Angels and Demons. And he told me about uh, all these black holes and time and space and how... Time slows down when you're moving fast and all these things like the twin paradox and how time travel is real. Physically, it's possible to move forward in time. You can speed up, you know, like you can actually speed things up by traveling really fast. Uh, but, um, yeah, uh, apparently I, I've lost a couple listeners on Live AF right now. I, it's, maybe you guys think that uh, time and space is too too dorky and boring for you. So let's talk about the freaking NFL, all right? This is episode 80. I think that's LXXX, triple X after the L is the Roman numeral for 80. It's a very special episode because Jerry Rice is number 80, and he was my favorite football player growing up. Jerry Rice had a bigger influence on me than really any any football player in the NFL. Uh, I wanted to be the next Jerry Rice when I was a kid, actually. I wanted to be the next Jerry Rice. Uh, I realized that my skin tone is completely different than him. Uh, I Guys, I, I identify as Jerry Rice, all right? <laughs> no, I... JR, baby, number 80, you know? Flash 80 was his license plate. I've met him a few times over the years. Uh, I, you know, he and... I, I remember watching Joe Montana throw him touchdowns when I was like five or six years old and watching my dad go crazy, and I think that was my first... That was my first exposure to the game of football. So immediately I loved my dad. I looked up to him and to see him so passionate about something immediately obviously just rubbed off on me. And my dad used to take me to the Rockland, the training camp where the 49ers would practice. And One time he, he took this big giant poster with Jerry Rice on one side and Steve Young on the other. And he dangled the Jerry Rice poster in front of Jerry Rice over this fence after practice. And he was signing all these things for people. And my dad was like, hey, Jerry, can you make it personal? Make it to, to Michael, you know? And Jerry's like, oh, I can't. I don't have time for that, man. But and he goes, ah, oh, what the heck? So he made it personal. He said, to Michael, Jerry Rice, number 80. Which for a kid that, you know, you feel like a, a stronger connection when you when you have that. And uh, it was inspiring. I had, I had that hanging up. Also a Steve Young uh, uh, poster. So both of them... You know, my dad uh, had a big, big, uh, not just influence, but uh, impact and uh, helped me become a much better player. We used to throw the football around from the time I was six, seven years old. As soon as I could, like, go out and run, basically, we'd toss the football around. We started with a Nerf football, and as I got bigger, the football got bigger. Uh, and the reason that I can make unbelievable catches is largely... And the majority of the attribution goes to my father, Mr. Mark Oldroyd. What's up, Dad? If you're listening, I apologize for talking about you. 
but it's only good things here and only love. So, um, anyway, that's my shout out to Jerry Rice. He's a Hall of Famer. I've, I've seen him pop up on stuff. He was, uh, he was at the 49ers game today. So I'm on TV going around shaking hands, kissing babies, uh, looking healthy. I saw him on some uh, ESPN deal recently where he was going around talking to some of the younger guys and taking him, you know, taking them under his wing, showing them his hill that he used to run to get in shape. That had a big influence on me. I used to run uh, this hill in Missouri that was next to our house, and it was literally, I, I thought I was going to die running this hill until I got older and stronger and faster and all these things. And even when I was in great shape, like, I remember there were times where I just, I had, I was laying on the ground afterwards, just, like, dry heaving from from the difficulty of making it up this hill. Anybody who's ever run that hill with me, uh, feel free to write a, a review on my podcast to to confirm the difficulty of this. It, it looked like a parabola that was exponentially going straight up, basically. You start off like this, and it was like a inverted parabola, uh, that just went to infinity in difficulty. Uh, so that's my connection to Jerry Rice. Him and Walter Payton had a really big influence on running hills. Uh, in addition to you know everything that the coaches already like had us run through all the workouts. You know, I used to do a you know workouts in addition to everything that was uh, that we were already all the stuff that was mandatory. You know, I don't know if you guys know Adam Archuleta. Big influence, uh, number thirty-one. That was my number in college. So anyway, whatever. That's uh, that's my that's my deal with Jerry Rice. Cool dude. Um, yeah, I, I still haven't met him. Isn't that weird? I met Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin and Steve Young and all these dudes. But um, what am I talking about? I have met Jerry Rice. I'm going crazy. I think it's the CTE guys. All right, let's move on. Um, yeah. So. Did you guys watch any? You know, before I get into football, let's 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 take a step back, right? I don't want to overdo any one topic uh, too much at one point in time. So I'm actually going to take a step back, and I am going to, um, yeah, I'm going to talk about what's going on in the world. So the Emmys are tonight. Did anybody watch the Emmys? The Emmys uh, happened. I watched some of the Emmys. No host. Very interesting, right? Not sure what the deal was there, but they did not have a host. It was funny with the Bart Simpson thing, and then uh, what's-his-face coming out being humorous. All right. I don't really care about the Emmys. Let's just be honest. I love – I mean, I'm an, I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm an entertainer, and that, you know, is a big part of my life. So, you know, hopefully somebody doesn't dig this podcast up. Uh, later in life and then fire me for for a job in the entertainment business because I said that I didn't care about the Emmys tonight. Uh, I was watching football all day. I don't know why football doesn't uh, get awards on the Emmys. Hey, what's up? Shout out to uh, SHOJI8823. I love you too. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. But yeah, you know, the, the Emmys, you know, I watched a little bit. It was cool to see. It's so scripted, you know what I mean? Like, People look so like. People look so uh, nervous to like, like mess up their image or whatever. And it's like, come on, just freaking, just, just, just take a dump on stage. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, just show us that you're human. Uh, I don't know what in the heaven Nick Cannon was wearing on his head. Did you guys see this tonight? He was wearing like a, like a, a headdress or something. It it, it honestly. 
made me... But he never, like, explained what it was. There was no, like, hey, guys, I know I'm wearing the weirdest thing on my head. I look like I'm a genie or something. Uh, it was just no explanation. I guess that's the time we live in right now. Him him and Cam Newton should get together and give give each other a back rub up just to, to support ridiculous hat pieces, right? Um, I don't really have much to say about the Emmys other than I saw that Marvelous Mrs. Maisel got one. Uh, maybe multiple, I don't know. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually, I'm already, I'm, I, I'm so bored of talking about the Emmys, I'm actually going to move on. Have you guys uh, seen this trailer for The Joker, though, with Joaquin Phoenix? Joaquin Raphael Phoenix. What a cool middle name, guys. I'm big into names. I feel like Joaquin Phoenix can play a villain so well that it's uh, it's easy to not like him if you just go by his character. For example... Uh, in the movie Gladiator, second reference to that movie tonight, his character, I hated his character, which means he did a great job. And uh, I guess I i like to think that uh, he himself is not evil because his middle name is Raphael. Is that weird, guys, that I... <laughs> you know, it's like uh, whatever divine intervention took place to give him the middle name of Raphael, uh, it means that he's got good in him, you know? Raphael is a boss status name. It's, it's actually, I hate to admit it, well, my, he was my favorite Ninja Turtle growing up, uh, Raphael was, even though Michelangelo is the, the character that I embody most. I am the divine humorist, guys, uh, as Michelangelo was the divine, uh, the divine craftsman and painter. Now we're talking about three different Michelangelos, even though we're all one. Michelangelo Oldroyd, right? Anyway. All right, let's move on. The Joker, though, looks like a great flick. Joaquin Phoenix, yeah, it seems like a, a creepy movie. I hope that that is not foreshadowing for my own life, uh, becoming the Joker as a, <laughs> a comedian who's still not famous. What in the heaven, guys? Hollywood, discover me. No, uh, I'm kidding. I, I, I don't think that, that's how it works. Uh, well, maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, here's what I'm going to say to you, Hollywood. Just like in anything, uh, business, anything else, everything is made up of people, right? So Hollywood, I'm not going to call you a thing like a, like a corporation, right? Uh, I'm going to address you by each, each of the individuals that, that are made up, that, that make up you, Hollywood. I'm addressing the individuals. We're all humans, uh, and uh, you know, I just, I just want to be myself, right? And if I have to sacrifice... Uh, my soul or who I am, then I'll never, I'll never, I don't care if I ever become famous as long as I can just always be me, right? Do self-produced stuff and whatever and, and, and have two listeners uh, at a time, you know? <laughs> but if I have to change who I am to get the viewership and it's not me, right? Then, I mean, what's the point of, what's the point of, of that, right? I, I just think that there's, that's kind of silly, right? So I guess with that said, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting back in shape so that I can uh, try out for the Giants because I feel like I can still <laughs> be myself playing. For All right, let's move on. 9-11 happened recently. Uh, did you know, very unique palindrome. I saw this from my buddy Chris, um, one of my buddy's uh, Twitter accounts. Uh, it was... Uh, Nine one one, 
one nine, right? Nine eleven nineteen. How how crazy is that, right? How crazy is is that palindrome right there? I live right next to the uh, the World Trade Center, so I've been walking past there recently. I try to stop by. Lately, I've I've stopped by a few times just to kind of breathe breathe it in and and have a moment as I'm walking through. You know, take a look at a couple of the names to remember the the personal side. You remember I just said Hollywood is is not made of of it's it's made up of of people of you know, and, and that's that's exactly what September 11th was too. That's what happened in those towers. It was it was people individual people so when you see like the individual names that made up that that terrible day it has an impact on you and i think it's just important to stay grounded and, and take a look at that sometimes everyone's got to go check out the 9-11 museum it will it'll make you cry i'm not gonna be a downer and start talking about the stuff that made me cry when i went there but i definitely teared up a few times and let's move on to a different topic because that is depressing, uh, but never forget, guys. Uh, aliens in Area 51. What's the deal with this? I, I've seen it all over Twitter. I, I don't know if it's a joke. I don't know what's going on, to be 100% honest with you. I, I have no idea what's going on with the aliens or whatever. I just know that uh, Men in Black is a great flick, and so is Independence Day, you know? Let's give it up for uh, let's give it up for Will Smith doing great alien movies and me making references decades later, knowing nothing about what's going on. Guess what though? I don't care. You know what I mean? Wouldn't it be stupid if I just read all like all the updates and was super informed like with a suit and tie, and I was like all nervous to make a mistake or speak incorrectly? That's boring. You know what I mean? And I'm I wouldn't be happy with myself uh, as a human being just you know being a being a doofus like that um so that's that's all i have to say about the aliens anything going on in the world of trump lately i don't i don't know has he has he uh since my last podcast has he kind of resolved the stuff with uh with saudi arabia or whatever uh iran i hope so i sure i sure as heaven hope so you know i i i saw one thing in the news recently that caught my eye that I think is worth drawing some attention to. And that is that in Russia, they're, they're discriminating against Jehovah witnesses. And I think it made me really mad to see any, any group of people getting treated terribly. That is complete bullshit. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know what the deal is with the Jehovah Witnesses being treated uh, poorly in Russia, but uh, that makes me very angry. Uh, it makes me upset with Putin. You know, uh, that's not a joke. Uh, I'm 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 serious that it it actually did it really piss me off, and I think that you know America is supposed to be a country that is accepting of all races, religion. You know, it's a it's a land of equal opportunity. I know we've been going through a ton of struggles, but it's the ideal, right? It's like Maximus. Remember how when Marcus Aurelius and Maximus were talking about Rome, and they said at one at one point Rome was so fragile that it could be nothing more than a, a whisper, right? And it's it's like the job of the people to to work to have the state 
live up to the name that it can be. That's how I view America. So when I lo- when I say I love America, I love the ideal of the potential of what it can be. But it, it is all up to all of us. And, and what it can be is a place that accepts everybody. Uh, so this whole mistreatment of the Jehovah Witnesses is bullshit. I don't know if you guys knew this, but Michael Jackson was a Jehovah Witness, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't know if, how you guys feel about the whole, if you believe that he's guilty or not. Uh, thing I've talked about it in the past. Uh, did you guys know that Jehovah Witness, they believe that Michael is uh, a, a synonymous name with uh, Jesus. Uh, the Jehovah Witnesses believe that. So maybe they thought that Michael Jackson was uh, the return of Jesus. I don't know. Um, how crazy would it be if he didn't molest kids, though? I think everyone would potentially be like, he, if he didn't molest kids then okay i could see where he's he might be uh you know what i mean like did you guys know that people think that trump there are some evangelical christians out there that think that trump is the return of jesus is that still happening right now that was a trend on on twitter where people were like christ or antichrist and some people thought that trump is jesus and some people thought he's he's the opposite uh wow I mean, what I can say is I don't think that dude's Jesus. That's my, if I, if I was voting, I'm going to say absolutely not uh, to Trump. I don't think he's the devil, but I I would say that he's definitely, uh, you know, I think he could use a little holy water just tossed on him from time to time. Anyway, uh, the hurricane, did you guys, are you guys, have we survived that? I hope so. Um... Yeah, it's sad. There's been a lot of people negatively affected by that. Uh, I think the worst is over. Thank Zeus. Um, so thank Poseidon, right, for the end of the hurricanes. Um, speaking of hurricanes, you guys are watching the Miami hurricanes at all? Great. Wonderful. Uh, let's move on. I need to hit up Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I need to hit him up. I feel like Dwayne the Rock... I want to try and get on that show Ballers if I can. You know what I mean? Maybe as a football player or as an agent. Some some speaking role. I need to get on TV and have a speaking role by Zeus. All right. Whatever. Uh, apparently, they found a planet in a different galaxy recently. I know I'm really jumping around, but it has potential for water. How crazy is that, guys? So I guess it's in a different galaxy, so it's not in the Milky Way galaxy. Did you guys see anything about this? Do you like how I ask you questions as if you're here right now with me and you're able to have a discussion? I don't know if... I really don't know what the deal is with this planet, but that's pretty exciting, right? Um, I wonder if it's the planet that Superman's from. All right, let's move on. I think that's pretty cool, though, right? We're going to need... We're, we're hogging up our resources, climate change. People are protesting. Uh, Elon Musk, hurry up and let us colonize other planets so that we can, uh, you know, so that we can, you know, get it going, right? Let's just make sure we avoid the black holes and, uh, you know, get some, some interstellar action going, you know? Some time, space, get on stuff with uh, Albert Einstein. All right. 
Yeah. How, how, how interesting is that, that we found a planet? How do you even find planets in different galaxies? You know what I mean? Like crazy stuff uh, these scientists can do. Somebody needs to uh, play with these guys' nipples and, and these ladies to show appreciation for everything that's going on uh, that they're able to do. It's very exciting. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen some people rocking like a NASA shirt recently, but uh, I, I would rock a NASA shirt, but I've seen a few too many, so it's not cool anymore. You know what I mean? Like there was this like trend within the last month or so where I saw a few people wearing NASA shirts and I was like, yo, that's cool. And then I realized I can't do it though. Now it's like getting the same tattoo. You know what I mean? Like it's no longer cool to wear the NASA shirt. Uh, I wonder if the people that I saw wearing NASA shirts were, were, uh, <laughs> I wonder if they're, if they actually work for NASA. Yeah. Uh, did you know that, um, fleshlights, I have a fleshlight and you can get like different types of fleshlights. I got a custom made one. You can get, you can get alien. You can actually get an alien like fleshlight, like a, it's supposed to be like an Asian alien version of a fleshlight. Not into that personally, but I'm down to give her a try. I just didn't want to, you know, buy an alien fleshlight. Uh, <laughs> here's a weird conversation that I had. So <clears throat> my ex-girlfriend, <laughs> one of her best friends is gay. And, uh, somehow we were talking about fleshlights and I was like, Oh dude, you have a fleshlight. I have a fleshlight too. And he's like, awesome. Do you have the butt? <laughs> I was like, uh, no, I, I have a vagina, bro. <laughs> I have a vagina flashlight, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, we, we were able to, you know, bond on that, you know, for a little bit. It was cool. We have a bromance, you know, I have bromance with many a gay guy, you know, it doesn't need to be sexual. It's, it's platonic and it's fun. You know what I mean? It's a good time. So, uh, dishwasher safe, by the way, the whole flashlight thing. So. You guys have to look into that. All right. What else is going on in this wonderful world called Earth? It's not really going on in the world. It's going on around the world because we live on the surface of, of, of this sphere that rotates so much that it becomes an oval. I don't know if you guys knew that. I used to love astronomy as a kid, and then I got older and fell in love with astrology, right? Because that's that's what tells me which, which ladies... Uh, I'm compatible with. All right, let's move on. And it's based on the planets. It's it's true. I don't know if you guys knew that. You know? No, I'm I'm kidding. I I don't. I'm not obsessed with astrology. All right, let's do this. Uh, Brad Pitt recently spoke out about Trump. That's pretty exciting, right? I don't even know what he said, but he he spoke out. So I like that. I want to know Michael Jordan's opinion on Trump. All right, let's move on. Uh, recently Brad Pitt was on Jimmy Fallon. I haven't watched the episode yet, but I am intrigued. I think Brad Pitt's awesome. He's from Missouri. He's from Springfield, Missouri. My boy Caleb Medley is moving back to Springfield. Uh, he did play for the uh, Missouri State uh, Bears after his time at Mizzou. He transferred there, and uh, I'm excited he's going to be moving back. He got engaged uh, recently, and I got his wedding invitation Second wedding invitation in a few years, guys. Uh, do you remember my episode where I told you that I fell asleep at that uh, vineyard and I uh, had that altercation with uh, with the owner of the vineyard or whatever he was? Hey, what's up, Gustavo? Appreciate it. Oh, thanks for the follow. <clears throat> I'm talking to 17 Live AF right there. 
So anyway, Caleb, uh, second wedding in a couple of years. So uh, hopefully I can make it to this wedding on time as well. I was almost late for the last one. And uh, maybe this time I won't uh, drink too much and uh, get in get in a verbal altercation with the owner of the establishment. Uh, that should have been live streamed somewhere because that was very entertaining. And I fell asleep. I had drank too much and I fell asleep on some random estate uh, in my suit. So that's what happens when you're younger and you're single and you go crazy with the alcohol. I've been cutting way back because I'm getting back in shape and it, my liver thanks me for it. And uh, yeah, you know, and, and my muscles are getting stronger. Jen, what are you saying on 17 Live AF right now? Matt Brommer? I don't know who that is. So I don't know. Anyway, uh, guys, there's less birds in the world right now, apparently. I read this on a New York Times article that's very scary. I don't know what is going on, but apparently they've somehow measured the number of birds in the world in the last 50 or whatever years, and it's it scares me. Uh, I love birds. Birds are dank. I don't. I feel sorry for them, though, because they don't have any arms, so they can't masturbate. But, uh, yeah, it's an interesting thing. I, I, I actually did research for a joke because I have a joke about owls having intercourse and, you know, wondering if they ever look at each other in the eyes when they're doing it doggy style, uh, you know, since they can turn their heads all the way around. So I actually, I did, I wanted to see how birds copulate and they, they rub their cochlea together. It's like, it's like their butt and, uh, uh, genitals are like one thing. Like it's all, it's kind of disgusting, <laughs> but they rub their cochlea together. So, uh, yeah, uh, maybe the birds just aren't as horny, you know what I mean, as they used to be 50 years ago. Maybe it's not due to climate change or pollution. No, I'm kidding. I'm an advocate for, uh, you know, all the things toward uh, making our world a better place. Uh, I am not uh, overlooking that or dismissing the seriousness of, uh, of these things. All I have to, you know, like the Generation X or Generation Z, whoever it is, apparently they're not having as much intercourse as like the people before them for whatever reason. I don't know if they're not as horny or what, but maybe there's something going on in the world right now that is causing humans to be less sexual and birds, you know, for some reason, maybe the birds aren't wanting to rub their cochlea together. So, you know, interesting phenomenons, connections being made. You know, I'm just here to, to, to. I'm not saying that there's a, a causation here. I'm saying there's a correlation. That's something I learned in high school psychology, right? We had a teacher, a coach, um, well, I, I feel bad saying his name, but I'll just do an impersonation. He would uh, he, he would say things like, uh, you, you see, there's there's not a causation necessarily. There's a, there's correlation here. There's, there's a strong correlation, but that doesn't necessarily mean causation. By the way, Mike, you're you're a great student. One time he kissed me on the forehead in the middle of class, and that was very exciting. Uh, uh, he said, he, he kind of like made fun of me, and then he said, just kidding, I love you, and he kissed me on the forehead in front of everybody. It was really interesting, very interesting. If you're going to commit a crime, do it in front of everybody, right? Because then it doesn't seem like you're being <laughs> sneaky or deceivious. Not that he, he wasn't committing a crime, but actually, if you're committing a crime, make sure you don't let anyone see it because uh, as soon as anyone sees it, you're guilty. So uh, that was one piece of advice I got from some mob boss uh, several years ago. He said, if you're going to commit a crime, do it alone. I don't know why I just uh, passed that along to the universe. 
don't commit crimes, guys, unless it's crimes done in the name of good. Um, and just so you know, killing in the name of good is never good. Uh, that's some deep stuff right there. But anybody who has ever killed in the name of good or the name of God is doing the wrong. They're, they're serving the wrong deal there. They're serving Donald Trump uh, <laughs> if he was uh, uh, as terrible as some people think he is. All right, let's move on. All right, so, yeah, we talk about Joker, the Joker. We talk about uh, all these fun things. Let's go on to the comedy world before we get into... Uh, let's go. Let's get into the comedy world. Uh, Kevin Hart. Guys, I hope he's doing better. He got into an accident uh, a couple weeks back. I saw that Tracy Morgan uh, reached out to him on Twitter. And Tracy Morgan had been through an accident a few years back, which was really devastating at the time. And really tough to see, but I, 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 what I did like is that Tracy reached out to him because nobody uh, has been there more as a comedian and, and someone who's been through a tough accident uh, like that, who's made a, a strong comeback and you know pulled through all those things. So I hope Kevin's doing better. Um, you know, it, it's it's life is short, guys. You know, any anyone any, it's crazy. Just don't forget that every day. Wake up and be thankful. All right, not to sound like a preacher here, but uh, moving on, uh, SNL uh, recently hired a, a new cast member, two new cast members, if, if I'm not mistaken. One of them they fired really quickly, Shane Gillis. As you guys know, he made some some statements uh, that were uh, that people were not happy about. Uh, I think everyone, yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of different commentary on it. Uh, I sent some stuff to Lorne Michaels, uh, about a month or so ago, and I guess, uh, I guess they're not interested in hiring me on this season of SNL, so, <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna probably put my, my audition, or whatever video that I sent him, I'll probably put it on, on this YouTube channel. If you guys want to follow me at Droid Stories, uh, I do some impressions and some characters. Uh, nevertheless, though, yeah, uh, yeah, you can't really say the ch word shane what the fuck dude you know like you can't you can't be yeah i i i i uh you know what's crazy is uh you can't say things that come off racist i don't know shane i don't know shane right i don't know him personally he very well could maybe not be a racist at all he maybe was just trying to be funny maybe he spoke uh, you know whatever it is but like just saying saying those types of words I, I can't imagine how you're gonna like stumble onto something humorous there uh i don't think that he was reflecting his own personal view it didn't sound like it because he was kind of speaking in character like a like a third character person it's not a defense of what he did but um it is uh, something to to take note of uh, nevertheless though you, you just can't say it. you just can't say that stuff you know uh, Louis C.K. kind of got away with saying some some really, he used the racial terms, but he did it in a way that was, you know, kind of outside of his own opinion or whatever. He was talking about the words themselves, so it was it was interesting. Uh, but some would argue, look at look at where Louis C.K.'s career is now. Anyway, even though the downfall of 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 him, whether it's temporary or permanent, was not his material, but it was uh, off the stage stuff that happened. Uh, nevertheless. Um, I am thinking about changing my sex so that I can get on TV. I feel like I'd have a better chance. 
uh, right now. I feel that uh, I feel that nobody wants to put a white guy on TV right now. No, I'm. You know what? I'm glad that uh, everyone's trying to push for diversity. I think that that's really important. Uh, I will say that you know I, I <laughs> I've had people in the industry tell me that uh, it's going to be harder for me at this point in in uh, where the world is just because I am white. Uh, so that's an interesting thing to be discriminated based on the, on the color of my skin. But you know, it happens, right? It's happened for as long as the world's been around. So for different races, um, I don't know. It's, uh, it's not right for anybody to experience that, you know, for me or anyone else to, it's not fair when, uh, you feel like you're being judged, uh, just for something that's out of your control. It should be based on your talent and your, your work ethic and your ability to deliver, but whatever. That's neither here nor there because I can't control that right now. Um, all I can do is control what sex I decide to make myself. Uh, maybe I'll get an alien vagina inserted in me, you know, like one of those fleshlights. I think that that'd be uh, pretty cool. Identify as an alien, you know. Identify as uh, one of those characters from Men in Black. All right, let's move on. Uh, Artie Lang is back, guys. That's pretty cool, right? He's uh, had some struggles. He, he got out of rehab, so I'm very excited to see that uh, in the world of comedy. He looks healthy. His nose is looking better, uh, so that's exciting. Um, apparently, uh, Dave Chappelle is getting a lot of... I mean, it's no surprise, right? Dave Chappelle and Bill Burr, both of them uh, have had you know comedy specials come out that are so... They, they just don't care, right? And, and I think that's very refreshing when somebody speaks their mind. Maybe that's why people voted for Trump is because he speaks his mind. Now, his mind is full of shit, but uh, <laughs> maybe they can at least, you know, at least see what he's thinking, which is maybe, uh, I don't know. I, 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 Either way, Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle really uh, went for some of the hot issues there. It was it was fun to watch. I thought I thought Bill's, like, was it was making me cry. I was laughing so hard. I was, I was crying at some of the stuff that he was talking about, especially the first half of the special. Um... Apparently, the, di the director of the Neverland documentary about Michael Sh Jackson, he's mad at Dave Chappelle, right? Big surprise, right? Um, his, he, he wouldn't... If it really is real, you know, then, jeez, um, terrible, right? I've talked about it too much already, but if it's not, and uh, that director is making, trying to make some money, or these guys are trying to make some money, then then, uh, wow, we live in a corrupt world, you know, if that's the case. Uh, Alec Baldwin had a roast recently uh, on Comedy Central. Uh, Nikki Glaser, a bunch of people did some, some roasting of the Baldwin. Uh, I, I, I like that. I see I, Alec Baldwin, you know, he's a, he's a pretty fresh dude, so it's always fun to see someone get taken down a peg. I should probably let people roast me, but... Uh, I don't know, you know, maybe someday. I've never, I've never actually participated in a roast, and I've never been roasted. We've done when when we were starting out in Colombia, me and the comedy, the, the comedy group. We did, you know, there 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 were some roasts that I didn't participate in, but they used to do that of the, like the comedian community of each other. So you know that could be fun. Uh, one of the comedians from that community ended up dating Jeff Ross. As weird as that sounds. Uh, I showed up on stage one time. This comedian was was talking about me on stage to people 
you know, and, and just talking about our, our personal life in, in the bedroom. And, uh, I was, I was pretty upset about that, you know, <laughs> I should have played it off and acted like it was a joke, but I just walked out and then everyone was like, okay, that must be true. Cause Mike seems mad. All right, moving on. Uh, Dan Soder has a special coming out on, um, HBO, which, uh, very exciting for him. And I, I just saw him retweet something and I, uh, he actually was part of the NFL top 100 plays on, uh, you know, NFL, NFL's, uh, whatever they're putting out, like their, their top hundred plays for, uh, the hundredth anniversary of the NFL. And I will say that I, I don't know how Dan Soder made it on that, but that was pretty awesome and, uh, very cool uh, to see that it was actually this uh, 49er play. I guess he was a 49er fan, uh, growing up, uh, which is something that I didn't know about him. Um, and it was a, it was a, the play that Terrell Owens had that big uh, playoff uh, touchdown at the end of the game after he dropped a bunch of passes. So it was cool to see his commentary and his personal kind of take on how it affected him. And uh, you know, To To was was a flash, man. He was he was exciting to watch. He was one of those Odell Beckham Jr. kind of. I don't know if you guys remember when he ran down to the fifty yard line of the of the Dallas Cowboy Stadium and put the football down. And then just got like obliterated, which I would have done too. I would have tackled that fool. I would have tackled somebody if they disrespected me in my house like that. But that was a little too gaudy, right? <clears throat> I met him though at a Warriors game once, Golden State Warriors game, and he was, he was fun. You know, he he was wearing braces at the time. How crazy is that? Uh, but um, yeah, it was it was fun stuff. You know, I met him with my buddy Hurtapal, right? My buddy Hurtapal from India. So me and Head a day. Tried to get an audio autograph from T.O., but T.O. didn't have a pen. I was gonna, I was like, can I get an autograph? He was like, yeah. I was like, oh, awesome. Do you have a pen? He's like, no. So that was the end of, that was the end of that. But <coughs> bless me by Zeus. Um, all right, let's talk about some more football, right? I skipped football before. We're talking about Dan Soder and his connection to the 49ers. We're talking about Jerry Rice. Everything's interconnected. The name Daniel. Gosh, let's give it up for Daniel. Speaking of Daniel... How about Daniel Jones, huh? Daniel Jones. How about the book of Daniel, huh? From the Bible. Is the is is the book of Daniel even in the Bible? I've I've seen I've seen stuff, but I'm not sure if it's in the King James. All right, moving on. Daniel Jones started today uh, instead of Eli Manning, and it was it was a uh, you know what we got to give it up for Daniel Jones. I was very curious to see how he, how he would react to the to stepping into the light like this, into the gladiator arena. And you know what? He grabbed the bull by the horns, and he made it happen. They, they walked away with their first win of the season. And, uh, yeah, it was – thank you for blessing me there, Jen. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, it, you know, Daniel Jones did it. And uh, it'll be – I mean, obviously he's going to be starting – it's his job to lose now, right? So uh, if he can keep winning, they're going to keep playing him. And it'll just be interesting to see how Eli continues. Eli has so much grace, guys. You know, just the way he's handled it with with sportsmanship, and he's supportive of of Daniel. He's he's uh, he's trying to help him become the best he can be. You know, I just think that that's it. Just says so much about the book of Eli. You know, the book of Eli Manning. And uh, I, I love the dude. You know, I, I talked about it in my last podcast. I'll. I'll I'll never give up on Eli. I think he's got greatness in him. He's he's showing his greatness in a different way right now, 
right? Yeah, greatness is not all about winning and losing. Or it's not all about winning. Sometimes it's about how you handle a loss. And this is, in some ways, it could be view, viewed as a loss. But everyone's time is going to come to an end on, on the football field and in life. And right now, it may his time on the football field may be coming to an end, but he's showing what a what a good you know teammate he is uh and uh you know uh that that's really all there there is to say about that i hope i hope for the opportunity to, to play catch with both of them though in the future i'd like to, to catch a couple of footballs from both those fellas um and uh yeah i've been watching football all week you know i've been every every time i lift a new uh, weight i get it recharges my entire soul. I get closer to the game of football. It's like this weird thing where it has like gravity. You know, it's like a magnet when you put it toward. Like, it, like, do you know how like when you rub magnets against each other, it like creates electromagnetism. That's what it's like when you like when I start working out, I start watching football. It becomes like this electromagnetic force that is continuing to grow and build, and I'm kind of like re-syncing up with the game re it's like an iphone you know i'm running all my updates uh all my apps everything the, the new software everything's kind of like getting tighter and tighter with the game uh i got out on the football field today i ran i ran around some kids were playing soccer and i hope that nobody was uh i hope that no parents were like who's that weird dude by himself running around on the soccer field when there's like my son is out there playing soccer, you know, but you know what? You got to get your, you got to get your, your, your strides in guys where you can, right? You got to get those strides in. So I uh, did some squats today, you know, getting those glutes nice and taut. And uh, what else? Uh, yeah. This week, uh, Thursday night football was fun. You know, uh, it was fun to watch Michael Irvin, right? This dude's dressed up in a purple suit. They were, there was a time where uh, Jerry Rice was uh, doing that video I told you about. I was watching in the pregame of Thursday night, and he was teaching that young dude. And at the end of their run up those hills, he had his like Super Bowl rings on, his Pro Bowl ring, his, his Hall of Fame ring. I didn't even know they gave Pro Bowl and, and Hall of Fame and all that. But he's got all these rings on, and he shows them to this young kid. And, uh, and then they turn back to Michael Irvin in the panel. And one of the girls was joking. She's like, where's your ring and your rings, Michael? And he kind of, like, stared away from the question. <laughs> it's kind of funny to see that reaction. It was like, I could tell, like, in his head he was thinking, fuck you, you know? <laughs> I mean, he does have his rings, but apparently he's not flossing them. He was wearing his wedding ring. I believe it was a wedding ring. Is he even married? I don't know. He was wearing a ring on his ring finger, apparently. So, cool dude. When we met... Uh, uh, we exchanged God blesses and then went about our day. Uh, so that was pretty meaningful. He, he wished me good luck with my, with my comedy career. So, uh, so that was pretty, pretty dank. Antonio Brown guys can't, can't not talk about that guy. I don't even know what's going on. Apparently he's got some, some accusations about domestic abuse or something. Anyway, after the Raiders let him go, then he went to the Patriots and they quickly let him go. I, I don't even know the reason, but apparently he went from making 30 million guaranteed to, uh, like a hundred thousand to now, will a team pick him up? I don't know. I don't know what he's all done. I heard he farted in some doctor's face. I'm not exactly sure what that. If when I first saw that on Twitter, I started laughing, thinking it was like a, a funny meme, you know, like sarcasm. But I guess he he farted. I think he like assaulted a doctor, like a female doctor, sexually or something. And he might have also fart. She might be the same one that he farted in her face. I wonder if she got pink eye, but. Uh, yeah, that sucks. Uh, 
I don't know what that dude's deal is. Uh, very interesting stuff, though. Shannon Sharp has been uh, very active on Twitter talking about him, and a lot of people have been, like, defending Antonio Brown and Shannon Sharp's, like, going back at them. He's not conceding, man. He's like, you know, it's kind of funny. Shannon Sharp and Michael Irvin are some of the funniest commentators to me because they're so passionate about it. And uh, just watching him on Twitter, like, defend himself and, like, what he's saying, it's kind of interesting. It's very fun. Shannon Sharp has always been... You know, just uh, just outspoken and confident, and uh, you know, I it's fun to watch that. I uh, I prefer watching that type of humor versus like insecure. Well, you know what? It doesn't matter if the person's funny; they're funny. Whatever. I'm not gonna say one's better than the other. It depends on the person, their their personality type. Uh, today, the Patriots booed uh, their kicker for missing uh, the extra point after the first touchdown that the Patriots scored uh, in Foxborough. So the fans all booed him. I got in a little Twitter rant with some dude. You know, I was like, dude, Patriots, Patriots fans uh, are are very loyal. Was my sarcastic statement about that? It's like, relax, guys. He missed a field goal. You're gonna boo your teammate. You're gonna boo your guy. And and some dude responded back, oh, he makes too much money to miss something. It's like, oh, shut your trap, dude. The guy's human. You know what I mean? So you know, there's a lot of beef. Twitter is like, dude, people throw each other under the bus so much now for social media likes you guys ever notice that like it's it's astounding to me to see how people are so quick to throw each other in the bus either for like a laugh or uh just to like look cool people are very quick to judge guys i don't think jesus would appreciate all this like throwing under the bus for social media likes I don't think Jesus would would be too uh, would be too excited about this. You know what I mean? I I think it'd be uh, I think it's a it's a it's an unfortunate thing that that it's come to people. You know, just doing stuff for 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 likes and and follows. I mean, TikTok. What 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 the heck kind of freaking app is that? I'm on it, but are you on TikTok? No, I uh, I am on it. Like, what about this Tide Pod thing? People are eating Tide Pods. Now I saw this video of a dude taking a bunch of trash and at the bottom of the trash where all the liquid like accumulates, uh, it looked like a group of frat guys or something. Like someone poked a hole in it and he drank like all the liquid from the bottom of the trash and like they were like cheering him on for it. It's like great friends, you know what I mean? Like great friends to cheer on your friend for doing that and potentially die from who knows what's in that trash. Great stuff, you know? Um, yeah, we, we live in an interesting time, guys. Yeah. Anyway, Twitter's bullshit is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and yet I'm still on there. How about Cam Newton, though, huh? Looking like a freaking 80-year-old woman at his press conference last week. Apparently he didn't even show up to practice one day this week after. So the let me just say this about Cam Newton. You want, you want to talk about hating? Yeah, every once in a while, I'm going to keep it real with you guys. Cam Newton, this dude is a cocky, like, unlikable dude to me any i do not get cam newton this dude is not good enough and he has not achieved enough to be like he acts like he he acts so cocky his his swag is so like swag swag is cool right pizzazz fun excitement those things are fun right it's fun to watch that jerry rice wasn't that way at all right terrell owens he was more of a flashy, you know, you got the Odell Beckhams. They make it 
you know, they throw some entertainment spicy hot sauce into their their way of doing things. But you can take it too far, and you also have to be good in order to do that. Cam Newton is not good enough. I don't know what the hell he was wearing a bonnet on his head the other day after the Panthers were 0-2. After the loss, he said something like, yeah, I need to take a, a, a look at myself in the mirror uh, after a loss like this. Yeah, you do, literally and metaphorically, get that bonnet off your head, dude. You and Marlon, or you and um, Nick Cannon need to get together and, and figure out what's going on with that headdress situation, bro. You know? I don't know what's the deal with Cam Newton's. Uh, it's... He looked like a freaking fool. And then he, he, he misses practice one day this week or misses a meeting or something. It's like, dude, get out of here. You know what I mean? Like, just get out, get out, dude. You know what I mean? So, anyway, Cam Newton, that's my that's my thought on, on that fool. Uh, I think the reason he missed practice is because he was adjusting his bonnet, trying to find, find his new headdress, you know. Trying trying to find his flower hat that he was trying to put back on. I don't know. If you want to go fool around with that, get get out. You know what I mean? Just anyway. There was a player on the Rutgers that punched a quarterback in the head after a touchdown recently. I know he's trying to be fun and kinda of like be like, Yeah, yeah, dude, this what's up, but I don't know, punching somebody, that's assault. That's interesting, you know? <laughs> Way to go. So yeah, I talked about how I need to hit up the rock, so I'm not gonna Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He played for Miami. Yeah, ballers. They got another season either coming out or I don't know. You guys watch that show? It's pretty pretty cool. Um, Julio Jones had a great great play earlier this week, doing really well. Um, Missouri Missouri football had a huge win yesterday against the uh, the South Carolina Gamecocks. That was very exciting. I watched the game at a bar here in New York. It was a watch party. Uh, the Mizzou alumni has a has watch parties and an association, so that was fun hanging out with them. I don't know. It was at this bar though, and another like college had rented that out, I guess, for like a game earlier in the day, and they were all there. There was a DJ, so like seventy eighty percent of the bar had some like young NYU crowd there with a DJ blasting music, and we had this like tiny corner that we were huddled up in watching the South Carolina game. And I didn't want to leave because I didn't want to miss the game once I was already there. But it was like, dude, what is this? There was some robot dancing around on stilts. Some person dressed up with, like, lights all over. And it was, like, dancing to stilts with this DJ. And at one point, one of the, like, college kids kind of, like, shooed the robot out. Kind of like saying, oh, you're not cool. Get out of here. <laughs> and the robot played it off like it didn't care. <laughs> It's like the stupidest thing I've ever seen. So the robot like robot its way over to the Mizzou section and like go in there and like like the Mizzou group didn't see what had just happened. So they were just being cool and nice and they were welcoming to the robot. So like the robot got in a bunch of like selfies with with us and made it made made the robot self esteem feel better, you know. But <clears throat> definitely uh, definitely some interesting stuff. So yeah, Mizzou's three and one now. Very excited about uh, Coach Odom tearing it up there with the Tigers. I think we have the chance to win out from here. We only got really one more tough game on the schedule. The rest is really fluff, in my opinion, which, you know, we have lost fluff games before, so, you know, you can't speak too soon. We, we got to win those games still, but it'll be interesting to see how, uh, how the season unfolds from here. 
because uh, that's the toughest game we're going to have for a while. I think we're playing Georgia in, in several weeks. That'll obviously be tough. Georgia's always good. Uh, and then maybe we'll make it to that conference championship, baby, you know. Maybe play Alabama. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Nevertheless, though, uh, I'm excited about the Tigers in that way and glad to see that they were able to come out with that dubs. Uh, Eureka High School, 3-1 and one also, right? Remember I talked about how a, an early loss in the season can can be a, a blessing in disguise if the team bounces back. Well, both Eureka and Mizzou have done that, and they've gone undefeated since that first loss. Uh, Eureka beat Lafayette this last weekend, which is a huge rivalry of ours, uh, and there's a lot of... There's a lot of, um, there's a couple, there's one coach, Adam Hicks, who played football for Eureka. He coaches for Lafayette now. And then the athletic director, my buddy John Sumner, uh, is over there at Lafayette too. So his, his older brother is the head coach of Eureka. So it's always fun to see uh, how that match goes down. And, you know, there's a lot of uh, rivalry. You know, if I lived on the other side of the highway where, where I did, I would have been on the Lafayette side. And thank goodness I wasn't because I'm a Eureka Wildcat forever. Uh, and we took that we took that trophy, baby. We took that trophy this week, baby. That's what champions do. They take. That's what champions do, baby. All right. Um, <clears throat> that's pretty much that. Um, yeah, let's give it up for the robot dancing on stilts. I guess that's really all I have to say about that. What else is going on in my comedy world? Right, we got some shows coming up. Too Nice uh, is my improv group. We we did two shows. I missed one of the shows Saturday night because I was watching the game, but uh, I had a later show, la- which was last night, uh, at the Pit Loft. Met some nice people. And uh, and our next show is October 17th uh, uh, at 9.30 p.m. Then we have one at November, November 14th, 9.30 p.m., and then December 19th at 9.30 p.m. These are all at the Pit Striker Theater. Uh... If you guys want to come check those out, I'm always doing stand-up, of course. I'm always getting around town, doing spots at places. Uh, so anytime you want to check me out, just hit me up. Let me know what night of the week you want to come see me, and I'll let you know where I'm performing. I don't always advertise stuff. I just kind of put in my time. It's like going to the weight room, you know, trying to get better, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, follow me on social media, guys. I'm at the droid everywhere. It's the droid, T-H-E-D-R-O-Y-D. Um you know, I'm, I'm streaming this thing on YouTube live right now. It's LOL space droid, D-R-O-Y-D. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're having a good time. We're having a good thing. Uh, I'm on live AF now, the, add the droid, whatever. No big deal, Yeah. Did a show at the V-Spot the other night uh, in Lower East Side. That was pretty cool. Or East Village, I think it was. Met some nice ladies. Uh, and, uh, you know... Good times. Good times, huh? Uh, did a comedy PowerPoint presentation, really. That was pretty fun. Uh, unique stuff. Just kind of somebody else's presentation. I just did I did it with some friends. We had a good time. You know, I had a beer. You know, some pizza or whatever. You know, good times. All right. I know it's a little boring. All right. To, the way I'm talking about it is boring. Not, not the fact that I did that or what we did was boring. Uh, they were moving out of their office, so we did it at this office. I met these guys through the Mizzou alumni football games, right? And, uh, and they were, since they were moving out, they let me like, they said, take anything you want. So I, you know, I took uh, this like banana thing, this banana holder where you can like hang the bananas on it. I still live with my ex-girlfriend. She saw it. She was like, what, what in the heck is that? She started cracking up. Like, 
like of all the things you would take from the office, he brings home some metal like banana holder hook thing. So I'm excited about that apparatus, uh, you know. And uh, yeah, I'm hosting this open mic tomorrow night in Tribeca. If you guys want to come check out that, I'll be hosting it for the for the up and coming comedy community of New York City. Uh, what else is going on in my world? I don't have a ton going uh, to, to mention about the, the comedy world. Like I said, I'm just getting my reps in. Uh, I'm putting more time and energy into developing my, my YouTube channels now. Maybe get some more Midwest Sketch Bandits sketches filmed soon. Uh, I'm going to try to get some, some gigs on the, uh, on the uh, acting front, right? Going to send out some headshots, you know, make a, a nice uh, portrait mode on my iPhone, you know, pretend that it's like $500 headshot. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, what's going on in my world? Have I talked about me enough yet, guys? Yeah. My ex-girlfriend's in the other room sleeping right now, so, you know, I'm sure she loves me screaming in the closet here, keeping her uh, keeping her awake uh, all night with this stuff. An hour and 20 minutes in already, guys. First of all, thank you for tuning in. I need to end soon-ish. Uh, I'm just going to talk a little bit more about me and then get out. Um... Saw my buddy, came to watch me perform uh, last week uh, at LOL, did a late night spot. Andy Brown, he worked, uh, he was the bar manager at Quinton's and, and Tonic in Columbia, Missouri when I was working at the bar back in college. Uh, he worked at Deja Vu at one point, so we got a lot of, he has a great appreciation for, for all the stuff. He's always been a big support, so I got to give Andy Brown a shout out. He's a paramedic in St. Louis now. He's going to EMT school becoming both a, a paramedic and a firefighter. Awesome, awesome dude. Uh, has been working at the bar in uh, uh, Ballpark Village for a long time. She gave me a nice tour there last time I was in town. Just a, a rad dude. Got to meet his brother. Um, I was doing a spot, and I was interacting with the audience, and then I, I faced kind of a difficult thing where I got on my heels for a little bit. There was a, there was a couple guys that were ex-military, and I couldn't tell if they were... You know what I mean? I, I you can't make fun of you know what I mean like it was a, it was one of those like I got in a dicey sitch you know, uh, but uh, there were some good lessons learned which were always double down you know, always double down. Nevertheless, um, yeah, you guys into cuckolding at all or cuckolding's fun right? Something about. Uh, Something about cuckolding that's a little intriguing, right? <laughs> all right, did I did I tell you guys that the, these girls want to have a threesome? All right, let's move on from that. Uh, um, yeah, living with my my ex is, has been an interesting roller coaster, but uh, we're we're getting along, we're doing well, and uh, I've hung out with some some ladies over the last bit, uh, and uh, you know she she hung out with a lady not too not too long ago on it kind of made my ex-girlfriend jealous unexpectedly I, I wasn't trying to do that she broke up with me by the way and she's living here until she can find a place i'm trying to you know be be a, a good a good person you know i care about her as a human i want good things for her you know bar none i want good things for everybody but uh she found out i hung out with this girl and she like got super jealous i think i think she she, she wants to get back into a relationship now you know so <laughs> psychology is interesting man i I don't play games, but it's interesting to see when stuff like happens naturally, like how how it can affect stuff. It's really weird, uh, but you know she's over there 
I'm sleeping right now. Um, comedy PowerPoint, yeah, I talked about that. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be pursuing comedy full-time uh, uh, again, which is pretty exciting. Uh, here's an interesting thing. I signed up out of curiosity, just pure like curiosity. I signed up for Ashley Madison just to see like what it's about. I, I'm not going to participate in, in stuff if, uh, if women are, are married or whatever, but I, I wanted to see like what kind of people I, I wanted to actually see what it's about. We talked about it in like episode five, six or seven with my friend Tyler Schaefering, but I did create an account recently and I, I faked it, right? Like I, I said that I'm attached or whatever. I guess that means married or in a relationship, which I'm single. Um, but I did, I, I, I've been very curious. You got to like pay though to like actually see. I've, a bunch of people have reached out to me and I can't read the messages because I don't want to pay the 60 bucks. But, <laughs> but uh, it's very, it is, a, it is it's it's kind of weird. It's kind of unique. Uh, not that every, not everyone on there, you don't have to like be in a relationship or married to be on that site. It's also just like a, for singles as well. But um, it's interesting. There's been people that are, it doesn't say whether they're, what type of relationship they're in, whether they're married or single, unless they fill that for part of the format and they like add that like in an essay format, add those details. But uh, there, there are some women that are supposedly attached, whatever that means, that are hitting me up on there. So I don't know, people are weird, dude. You know, uh, sexual uh, promiscuity is a uh, it's an interesting thing, and I'm 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 not as you guys, if you guys listen to that episode, you know that I'm not ever down for uh, cheating when so especially when you're married or, or like tempting someone to cheat uh, if they're married uh, or participating. That's the worst of all is participating in the che- the cheating on either part. I, I just you know call me uh, old fashioned or whatever. I just think that that's don't get married if you're planning. I mean, I know that we're all human and, uh, I don't know, you know, I'm not trying to be judgmental, um, out there, but I just, I, I'm not a, a supporter of, uh, the whole, it's, it's interesting to, to check out that, that website though. I can tell you that much. I did buy a fake wedding ring. I don't know if I guys, I don't know if I did a podcast on this, but for the 4th of July, uh, one thing that I did is I bought a fake wedding ring and I wore it around on the 4th of July just to see, just to see if like different girls or treated me differently or if, or if girls treated me differently. Um, cause I've heard some of my guy friends that are married say that like, as soon as you put that wedding ring on, like girls come out of the woodwork or whatever girls, it attracts more women. So I did wear this fake wedding ring and, uh, I, I didn't get any more attraction from girls and than I normally do. In fact, I got zero, zero phone numbers. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the wedding ring has to be real. Maybe this, maybe it's, uh, maybe it can't truly be tested unless it's real. I, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I, I don't have enough of a sample size to, to know. I didn't technically go out to like the bars with it on. I went to a, a house party and knew everybody there. So I guess, I guess I just answered my own question, which is, uh, um, there's, that's, that's not a good pool of data there. There's, you can't draw any type of causation or correlate. There's, there's no causation or correlation there, Mike. You see, it's, um, the data is, uh, it's not a, a, a good pool of data. You see. All right. So 
Oh man, I think I think we're gonna wrap this thing up soon. Guys, guys, down for that? You tired? Do you have a orgasm? I hope you guys had a little orgasm today. Uh, hearing about all this fun stuff. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, if anyone's horny, um, uh, you know, hit me up or whatever. Nah, I, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm not gonna be doing that. Uh, you know, but uh, we could. I could. I could refer you to someone. I mean, I'm a. I'm kind of a. You know, I, I help people out. One of the things I'm doing on the side now is tutoring and uh, being a love doctor. Right. So if people need help, uh, dating advice or whatever, you know, uh, doing that to, you know, keep, keep the, the, the cash flow from, uh, it's like slowing down the drain of cash. You know, New York the expenses are so great that it's, it's very nice if you can be making more than your, uh, than your, than your spending. But, uh, it's also good not just to let it drain out very fast. You know, you don't just want to beer bong your expenses down the drain. You, you know, maybe put a little bit of pubic hair in the uh, in the drain there to slow it down a little, clog it up a little bit. You know, so it's so it drains a little bit slower. That's that's what I'm doing. You know, being a being a tutor and a, and a and a love coach. That's just basically my pubic hair in the drain to uh, to slow down the slow down the expenses, leaving my wallet. You know what I mean? So anyway, uh, I think that's that's probably it for now. But you guys have been fun. I appreciate you tuning in. Uh, I love you guys. Uh, I love you, girls. I love you, aliens. All right. Uh, yeah, if you if you if you're intrigued, uh, go try out that alien flashlight. Let me know what you think. Uh, and uh, in addition to that, just have a great weekend. Uh, God bless you. Bye bye. Thank you for listening. By the way, am I the only one who's horny?